Oh yeah. And they would say, "Hippie Tate, Death Meadow. Slayer <laughs> is Death Meadow." Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you that was perfect. <laughs> Welcome to episode number forty-nine of the Thrash Report for Wednesday, May eighteenth, twenty twenty-one. Again, episode forty-nine. Um, we're coming up on our big 50th episode, and we'll have some uh, some fun nuggets to talk about coming up here. Um, before we get rolling, um, I just want to, again, thank our sponsors. So uh, Discover CBD Twin Cities, they have a great offer for Thrash Report listeners. They offer CBD products at the highest quality. Again, their products are third-party lab tested. They're manufactured in an ISO 7 clean room. They're organically grown and sourced from Southern Colorado. Again, it's really cool. Every one of their products has like a QR code on it and you can actually snap that and it brings up all of the stats of all, all, all of the uh, uh, third-party lab uh, data from when it was tested. It's pretty, pretty impressive, pretty cool stuff. Um, we encourage you to try the relaxing, soothing, tasty line of Delta 8 edibles. If you wanna go ahead and try that, um, go to discovercbdtwincities.com, use the code THRASH for 20% off your order and free shipping. Um, evidently, this stuff is is wicked popular. I know um, they had mentioned to me to uh, continue uh, this ad, and um, their Delta 8 stuff does sell out, and they got to keep getting more, so pretty, uh, pretty cool. Um, thank you to Discover CBD Twin Cities for their support. Um, my name is Chris. Thank you so much for being here on episode 49. I'd like to turn it over to my co-host, my partner in crime, uh, podcast buddy, Jim Osborne. Jim, what's going on? Buddy. Hey, buddy. Chris. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Good evening. I uh, don't want to have a joke right here because I'm going to talk about something very serious that... Uh, yeah. Serious to me and so many people in the world, that is, uh, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And uh, I personally live with depression. Um, I don't say that I, some people say you suffer from depression, but I read somewhere and that stuck with me that I live with it. I don't suffer from it. I live with it. I deal with it. I understand it. I understand how it affects me. So I live with it like so many others. And being that it's Mental Health Awareness Month, I thought it would be nice to and proper to just bring awareness. We've talked about it here before, but uh, yeah, it's very personal to me. And music, metal music, has really helped me out uh, dealing with it. Um, among many other things, I could get very deep into it, but uh, maybe a little bit later, or we'll see where we go. But yeah, it's a Mental yeah. Health Awareness Month, and if you personally have it, you know, keep fighting. If you don't have it and don't understand it, that's an issue too. Um, you know, there's people out there that don't have any kind of mental illness and don't understand other people that do or like the what other people go through. So I imagine imagine it's super hard for those people to understand what a friend or a loved one's going through so it's 
Some people, you'd never know that they go home at night and consider suicide. You would have no idea. So I think it's just a matter of, you know, if you know somebody well enough trying to read their body language or, I mean, I, I couldn't tell you. That's why it's so important that the person that does suffer and struggle with it speak out and, and ask for help and say that they're not okay because it's guesswork, you know? People who don't mm -hmm. suffer from it wouldn't know what to look for. And again, some people don't show signs. Yeah, do some reading up on it. Um, I think, Chris, you've got some stats to share and yeah yeah mental illness is something that uh you know we really can't take lightly you know i think uh, we want to break the stigma right it's okay to talk about it um one in five adults and children in america do experience mental illness one in five i mean that's crazy and believe it or not depression is the leading cause of disability worldwide um we we do encourage you that Again, whether or not it's you, a loved one, um, reach out and get help if you feel as though you need to. And you can always, anytime, you can call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline um, if you feel as though you or a loved one needs some help. And that's 1-800-273-TALK. Um, you know, one thing I also want to mention, you know, metal helps us get through. Um, but it's also important, too, to look at some other things that, um, that can really help with mental illness. One exercise you know that's one thing that you and i both have kind of talked about um yep. there's a few listeners too that are that are into uh fitness and some things like that you know um whether you're doing yoga aerobics anything right exercising definitely does help engaging in social contact especially in these weird times where you're working hybrid you know models sometimes you're at home you're isolated really engaging in social contact can help another thing that often you know people always are kind of you know they try to they try to brag a little bit where it's like oh man i i worked i worked 10 hours i worked 12 hours oh i, I only got five hours of sleep that's not a, a badge of honor <laughs> you know so really it's important to get the adequate sleep and on a regular schedule be well rested it's healthy for you and it's healthy for your brain um another thing too is really talk to talk to a trusted friend or family member you know, one thing that it's interesting, you know, a lot of people that when they want to talk to someone that, you know, if they feel as though someone is having suicidal thoughts or they're they're going through some mental health or depression issues, um, they're almost like afraid to talk to them. They don't want to say something um, that may, you know, be a trigger or they, they may they don't want to make them uncomfortable. But talking to them is what you have to do. You know, and, and there's some some great resources out there on how to best support those people that may be going through um, depression or other mental health issues. And uh, some of the other things, too, is just being mindful and maybe practice meditation. Um, you know, there's uh, there's uh, uh, meditation, there's yoga, there's uh, other mindful and relaxation techniques. Absolutely. We encourage you to do whatever you can do. Um, if you do feel that way. And again, um, anything that uh, that we can do to help, please let us know on any of our social channels too. So thank you for that. We wanted to just take a moment and recognize May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And uh, let's break the stigma. It's okay to talk about it. Yep. And going on that, you mentioned, you know, having people talk about it. And that's been huge for me. And another part of it is just sometimes you just need to listen to not say a thing, just, you know, someone's opening up, just listen and just let them speak. And I know when I started back in 2011, had a pretty low point and 
I started speaking about it and sharing my experiences and it's amazing how many other people came out and started sharing their experiences. Like the biggest thing I got all the time was like, you have depression, but you're always smiling and joking and laughing. Yeah. That's the face part of it, but it's a mask, man. <laughs> yep. So the more I talked about it, the better I feel. So I encourage other people to talk and there's sometimes I don't want to talk about it, but I feel that if I'm encouraging others to talk about it, I need to talk about it. And as far as breaking a stigma, you just go for it. I mean, People say it's courageous to talk about it, and that's one viewpoint. I don't, I don't really think it's courage. I think you just gotta be honest with yourself and get it out there and be vulnerable. And um, you know, I've tried a bunch of different things. I went to therapy for six or eight months, and I was kind of expecting a cure, but it didn't cure any me. But what it did do is give me a huge sense of who I am and what triggers I have, and. So once I understood that, I knew myself a lot better so I could avoid things or surround myself with things that make me happy. And, you know, I did medication for a year and that didn't do anything for me. Um, the best thing I did, like you mentioned before, was exercise. So, I mean, if I'm exercising and eating a good nutritional diet, I mean, I just depression can't fuck with me. And so it's different for everybody, but there's, you know, like you said, a lot of resources out there and Yep. And we'll, we'll have some, uh, we'll have some links in the show notes for sure. Yeah. Awesome, man. Let's go ahead and uh, get the episode rolling. We're going to start by jumping into the headlines and we got some awesome stuff to talk about. Um, one of the first things that uh, we want to mention is it's our 50th episode, man. So oh, yeah. com coming up next week, May 25th, May 25th, um, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, we are going to have our podcast live. And if you want to join us, let us know. Go ahead and send us an email, thethrashreport at gmail.com. Tell us that you'd like to join in the fun. Um, bring a crazy, bring a metal story that you want to share. It's going to be uh, just a wicked fun time um, having, uh, again, all of us metal nerds talking about metal for an hour um it's going to be a really fun time so we want to thank everyone for their support getting us this far and yes here's, here's to 500 more ran <laughs> hey this is uh for chris luger and jim osborne book by john krenz i'm brian posein sitting here in my nerd cave i'm that comedian writer actor one guy um did i say writer yeah um let's see jimmo and chris luger are approaching a 50-episode milestone with their podcast and are huge fans of yours around metal and comedy. Uh, please wish them well. Congrats on making it to 50 doing anything. <laughs> that's a, that's a, good, uh, a good milestone. Means you've uh, you committed. You did more than five. You did more than 10. You did more than 20 or 40. You did 50. That's pretty impressive. See how good I am at math and words and things. Yeah, that was awesome. So, yeah, that's going to be a great time. And we've already gotten some responses. So we've got people lined up and we will certainly take some more. So let us know if you want to be in. And like Chris said, bring a metal story or just a topic you want to bring up or opinions, questions, things you want to ask, whatever. Bring it. Awesome. Or maybe you have a guilty pleasure 
and and you do like listening to Nelson. You can say that if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was trying to think of so I like I was like winger, but I've actually already told people that I like winger. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, yeah, break the winger stigma, man. <laughs> awesome. It's okay. That's right. It's okay. So the next story, um, I don't. This kind of like came out of nowhere. I didn't even know about it. This dropped like a couple weeks ago. Um, the biography of Metallica called. Enter Night, a biography of Metallica by Mick Wall. And, you know, portrayed as like the inventors of thrash were like Slayer, Anthrax, Megadeth followed Metallica, but Metallica kind of led the way and kind of pushed it to a whole nother level, right? And they went on to eventually become these super superstar rockers, right? Oh, yeah. um, Metallica is the fifth largest selling artist of all time selling over a hundred million records worldwide. Yes. Um, you know, their music has extended beyond the reach of just rock and metal. Um, you know, it's even creeping into pop and mainstream. Um, you know, they went from, you know, the, the speed metal roots to MTV when they first hit that single with Enter Sandman, it kind of catapulted them to stardom. Um, until now, there really hasn't been like a critical, like authoritative deep depth portrait of the band. And so uh, Mick Wall, the author of this, um, has interviews with band members, um, again, all band members, uh, record company, well, those that are still with us today, <laughs> band members, uh, record company execs, roadies, fellow musicians, all these people, all these resources. So this really does go uh, into the, the different incarnations of the band you get really deep into some of the personalities of, of the key members back then and presently, um, especially those those two founding members, Ulrich and, and Hetfield. So mm -hmm. this is kind of, this is the definitive word on like the biggest metal band in the planet. And I'm excited. I purchased the audiobook um, just last night and <laughs> I was like, I didn't even, I didn't even like look at it. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> what the heck? There's a book. So I went to the books app. I'm like, there it is. Boom. I bought it. 17 hours bro nice <laughs> i was like holy shit um so yeah I haven't started, that one. yeah so i haven't started listening to it yet but uh yeah it'll be cool um, hopefully uh yeah it'll be fun so i thought it was based off of my beer here yeah that's right enter night uh beer yeah what is a pilsner anyway do you know do you know the difference do you know what it is what makes it a pilsner versus an ale is that are they different things yeah it's kind of your baseline regular light well it's not a like a light beer but it's um it's like your yellow in color not very heavy or thick if you go into ales you get a little more hoppy flavoring and stuff and so it's a lighter color and a lighter feeling tasting beer so yeah it's probably a like a load or reload type sure you know it's funny yeah uh, whiskey is probably more of a whiskey in the jar. 
Black Album, Kill 'Em All. Ah, yes. If we're going to rate them album wise. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, it's kind of funny. I don't know if I mentioned this. Um, so my dad, uh, my dad, when he when he was still around, he uh, he worked at uh, one of the breweries here for 27 years or something. And, yeah. uh, you know, he <laughs> it was funny because at the time there was uh, there was like, like commercials running for and I don't remember the, the beer, but like some of the things they talked about was like, you know, um, the, the color of the beer. And it's like, Oh, it's, it's double, double roasted, blah, 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 whatever. Um, to get this golden color or whatever. And my dad's like, no, they just add coloring to it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was pretty funny. And it was like everything from like the foam, like how much it foams, like all that, like, he goes, oh, it's, we just make that, it's like they add foam to it. I don't know how much <laughs> that's real or what, if my dad was just yanking me, but it yeah. was kind of interesting because, you know, kind of had the, the inside scoop. Yeah. And since we're talking about beer, a little follow-up to previous episodes, Ooh. we've been mentioning it, but here how was is it? the Pantera Golden Ale. Yeah. How was it? Um, well, like I mentioned before, it's a golden ale, so it's not really my style. I'm more into the porters and stouts, the heavier, dark stuff. I like everything heavy. <laughs> so this is, again, a little on the lighter side, so straight out of the can into a glass, you know, tasted fine. It'd be a hot, sun, hot summer day would taste good, but I used it to chase a Bloody Mary, and it was delicious <laughs> that way. All right. Good to know. So, yeah. But uh, now I have a collectible, so it's worth it. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, this, this next thing I wanted to bring up, um, and I'm sure you have some additional details on it, but, uh, we're starting to book shows. Yes. And this is, uh, your local venue there in lacrosse, the warehouse. What do we know, man? Yeah. It's uh, not too much more than what you just said. Uh, I know the warehouse posted last night that they are looking for people to provide booking info and get shows going for starting as early as June and going through July, August. And obviously if things keep going great after that too. So looking for announcements of shows starting up again at the lacrosse warehouse and i can't wait to get back there so if you're looking to play some shows too hit up the warehouse yeah and if you want to support these local venues too um, again we'll have a link here right now they have uh the one year dark fundraiser where you can donate through uh, via paypal yep i have a few times and it's a worthy cause like i've said before it's an amazing place it's you know it's mainly well it's all ages it's not like geared towards anyone it's tons of kids go there the crowds are mainly kids and it's just a good safe place for kids to go and so it's a great cause to support awesome um this uh this next story is kind of crazy something about a tribute band yeah it's a global audience what's going on here man yeah, um, Texas band Overt Enemy. They started as a Slayer tribute band, and they've been, I think, since 2011, 2012 or so, they've been playing Slayer covers and then decided to, I think once the pandemic hit, you know, obviously they weren't going out and playing. So like every other band, they decided, well, let's write some stuff. And they wrote originals instead of Slayer songs because they've already been written. But yeah, so they're you know popular down in that area and they've got a actually really popular down there but they're, they're reaching all over the place and um 
they say their originals are like obviously Slayer type and Pantera Sepultura. So it's I've checked it out. It's great stuff. So check out Overt Enemy. says that Overt Enemy, they take their name from a song of the same name on the 1998 album Diabolus and Musica. There you go. Nice. Man, you can't, I can't stump you, man. Um, that's try. awesome. So congrats <laughs> to them, man. That, that's awesome. Really cool. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and that's going to kind of wrap up some of the news. Jim, do you have anything before we jump into releases? I do not. Not like we covered everything well. Cool. Um, we actually have uh, quite a few releases to talk about today. The first one we're going to talk about is a British death metal thrash unit um, called The Bleeding. This bleeding, uh, the bleeding was formed in 2010, and they now have a brand new seven-track EP called "Rise Into Nothing." Um, this title track has guest vocals by James McBain from the band Hellripper. Um, I don't know them, but I think I may have to go uh, go check them out. Um, the bleeding, they you know, yeah, they, they do take uh, influence from those thrash greats, right? Slayer, Morbid Angel, Death, Creator, Pestilence. That's kind of what they're talking about. They've had two full-length albums, and uh, this uh, this next EP, Rise to Nothing, is pretty badass. I listened to it a couple times today. Um, it's really cool. And this this cool. artwork, um, I, I, you know, I didn't I didn't grab, I didn't catch the name of the artist. It's some artist that's done some other work too. It looks pretty badass. So, the bleeding. Thrash, metal, death, metal. Check them out, man. That's a good marriage. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, uh, awesome. Death to us thrash. Thrash. Dude, this next one um, is uh, it's a band named Crimson Caliber. Visible. 
This is a four-piece thrash band from Alberta, Canada. I can't, I don't have a Canadian accent. I don't know. Um, they're from Alberta, Canada. And uh, they were formed in 2016. This is their first, this is their debut full-length album called Covenant Tyrannus. Ty, Tyrannus, yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, it, it's good. I, I listened to just a couple tracks. Um, you know, it's kind of their uh, their main theme there. Again, it's it's thrashy. Their main theme is kind of like anarchy, post-apocalyptic, dystopian, you know, war type. Like I know the, the, the track I was listening to, I can't remember the title of the track, but it was, you know, nuclear war, like Holocaust kind of thing. But yep. um, yeah, pretty, pretty cool. So again, another new slash, a new slash, new, a new slasher, man. A new thrash four piece. Uh, again, their first album. Go check them out, man. You know, we got to help these new bands out. Um, this next one was one that you actually reminded me of. Um, I listened to it all last weekend. Nice. <laughs> Artillery. This is the, the thrash metal band from, uh, um, you know what? I don't, if you're Danish, where are you from? I don't know. Denmark. Denmark. Dude, my, my geography is so bad. Are you? I don't know how to... I have a rule about being constructive, so I can't ask any questions right now because all of the questions that I have right now are rhetorical and they end with the word idiot. Do you know what a rhetorical... No, of course you know what that is. You're an idiot. Okay. I'm sorry. I am so sorry, but you're so stupid. You have no idea. And you're the only one who has no idea because guess why? Don't answer that. You'll get it wrong. Also oh, dumb. You're just a dumb little man. So the Danish thrash metal band Artillery, um, this is their 10th studio release. Obviously the, the name of the album, 10. Um, and really they've actually been coined as kind of they participated in kind of the early development of thrash and that style that came out of there, like with Corner and Voivod and even like Sabbath and, and Megadeth even. Um, this is, you know, they released three full length albums and toured extensively like through the 80s and then like the beginning of the 90s. Then they disbanded and they disbanded in 91 and, you know, they didn't get back together for years. And so um they uh this album it, it's awesome i again like i said i listened to it all last weekend i was cleaning the garage and stuff organizing so i was outside a lot and this one was uh i listened to it several times and uh did your neighbors like it what's that did your neighbors like it too yeah right um which which it's funny you say that because i, I have like a uh you know a wireless bluetooth speaker out there and then yep. I, I was uh going through the garage i was like I found another one and I was like, well, this one is bigger and louder. I got to use this one. <laughs> so oh, yeah. yeah, it, uh, it got pretty loud. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. So new noise magazine actually says, um, this is, um, basically the best they feel as though it is the best melodic thrash power metal record of 2021. I've seen a lot, man. I mean, yep. Greg is May, <laughs> so we still have some months left. But, dude, it uh, uh, it's up there. I mean, it's really good. So, um, go ahead and go ahead and check it out, man. I think it it's uh, it's really good. This um, the one song too that I was just listening to uh, earlier today was, uh, what's it called? Turn up the rage or 
bring the rage or something. I don't know. Something with rage in it. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Go check our artillery. Yeah, I haven't heard much of them over the years, but I'm trying to remember. I think I saw them with Onslaught, like 2012, 13, something up in the cities. But I'm pretty sure it was them, but that was an awesome show. So, yeah, I'll have to check that out. Cool, man. Cool. I need to uh, apologize for this segment. I don't have any new releases. That's so all right, man. You're picking up my slack. I <laughs> didn't dig into anything this week. So it's all good, man. It's all good. I actually I actually went back in time a lot this week instead of to the new stuff. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we got some really good, uh, really good ones for back in the day. Um this one actually, you know, it, it piqued my interest. One, because just the cover looked cool. Um, I don't I didn't know anything about this band called Mr. Misery. Um, this was a, a brighter side of death, was the name of this. Uh, this album and you know they were classified as horror metal um yeah so 2018 they were um uh 2018 they were formed out of sweden and this is kind of you know this um you know it, it basically says that it's got some really cool like uh courses you know that catchy um you know sing-along kind of a thing right it says it brings kind of that old school rock and roll feel with kind of the sleaze and aggressive modern metal. And it's really mixed together to create a, a really unique sound. And so I was like, oh, cool, I'm gonna check these guys out. So I went and, and uh, listened to a couple, uh, they got some some tracks on YouTube and it's kinda, I mean, it, it's not bad. It's just, it's pretty, it's like radio friendly. It's like, it's, uh, Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of uh of like black black veil of brides maybe i mean some of that yeah. stuff is good like the guitar is good but it's very like bubblegum like i don't even know i mean even the photos of them you know they all got like you know white faces and shit i mean it's they look hard badass but yeah the music's pretty pretty like you know i'm i'm mr misery but i'm all happy and go lucky and i want to <laughs> dance <laughs> Yeah, here you hear horror metal you don't really think of radio friendly yeah it was uh at least that's that's my take on it again i i, I invite everyone to kind of check it out on their own we'll go yeah. ahead and have a clip in the in the podcast so it uh yeah check it out mr misery let us know what, what your thoughts are yeah you said they're from sweden and that yep triggered a memory of mine that um yesterday may 17th is set in demai which is norwegian 
Independence Day, I think. Um, oh. I should know, but because my mom and her whole family are like 100% Norwegian and stuff. So there's a lot of that in the family. And there's a group called Sons of Norway, which like celebrates Norway, tra Norwegian tradition and everything. And hmm. I told my grandpa a few years ago that they were thinking about letting the Swedes in, but they'd have to change their name to the Sons of Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> that was good i like that a little, little tangent but <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome again we'll have links to our um our playlist on youtube for this week's episode next we're going to jump into some concert uh concerts and events and believe it or not we actually have some like what is happening like live um, and in person or more like live streaming things the, these are live in person, man. Um, believe it or not. So uh, at least the, the ones the ones that we talked about. So uh, one of the first ones, um, I think when I when they first dropped, I know I sent you a text right away. I'm like, hey man, do you want to go to Louisville with me? <laughs> um, yeah. So the, the Louder Than Life Festival. Um, this is at uh, uh, in Louisville, Kentucky, September 23rd to the 26th. Two nights of Metallica. Yes. Um, they also have, you know, Anthrax is there, Seven Dust is there, uh, Killswitch Engage, Gojira, Avatar. I mean, they, they do, I mean, another, again, I would be super excited to, Judas Priest also um, is one of the, uh, one of the big ones for Sunday. So this definitely has a draw and it has yeah. uh, enough of a draw where I spent way too much time researching on <laughs> like how to pull this off <laughs> yeah he sent me that text and immediately I'm like oh louisville like, no there's no way and then we we're done i was just walking around and i'm like wait a minute you know it seems like it's so far away so then i you know went on google maps and it's like nine hours like hmm i, yep. I don't know that'd be tough but well you know yeah, what let's be fun. <laughs> for real dude like i was looking at again i don't have my camper anymore but i was looking at um, renting a camper because they still they had camper uh, RV campsites still available when I looked um, all the tent camp sites were sold out. Um, yeah, so I mean, we can talk offline, but dude, <laughs> it's it's I mean, two nights of Metallica and Judas Priest in Anthrax. Come on, son. Yeah. Helmet. Dude, spirit box. Code orange. Yeah. So yeah, definitely a, a pretty pretty rocking rocking festival. So September, it's gonna be, dude. You know what? It's gonna be a crazy freaking fall. Like there's gonna be so much stuff happening, and that goes to the next show. Um, this is closer. what's that? This one's a little closer. Yes, a little closer. Um, this is one where um, I've been there uh, a handful of times at Rockfest in Kadat, Wisconsin. Um, again, this is happening in July. Again, Rob Zombie um, headlining. Uh, I was actually at the one where Rob Zombie was headlining and then had to stop after two songs because his voice was fucked up or something. Oh, man. Um, yeah, there was almost like riots and shit. Um, yeah, and it was like the next morning, I think he was actually on social. He like posted like photos of his like vocal cords or something, like, like <laughs> trying to prove like, seriously man i was fucked up i couldn't perform yeah um but yeah so interesting like another show i mean again anthrax is at this one um definitely a lot easier to get to i just 
as far as the draw, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I'm thinking if I do any of them, I mean, it's July. I mean, it's close. We haven't been to a show forever and I'm thinking maybe that Friday and, you know, it's anthrax of mice and men, bad wolves, all that remains. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I might do that day. Cool, man. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll keep you, keep you posted. We can do, uh, you can do some, some live, some Facebook live on location. You betcha. You're like our thrash report field reporter. <laughs> Helmet right. the frog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, so you're going to, you're going to trump me with some trivia. What's going uh, on, man? Yeah. They're not so much questions here, but just kind of funny things that I saw. Um, Mike Patton from Faith No More. I had no idea that he was a voiceover actor. Oh, I, yeah? saw this, I saw this headline from a site that I'd never heard of before. And I read the headline and I thought, you know, is this real? So I mm -hmm. looked it up and that uh, he did all the, or the survivors in I Am Legend were all voiced by Mike Patton. The really? filmmakers, yeah, the filmmakers wanted those survivors to sound vaguely human-like, but kind of weird. So they started asking musicians to do the voices and settled on Patton. Hmm. So, I know he's a goofy guy, and I haven't really heard and you know I've you know heard his music and stuff, but that's awesome. And I was going through his IMDb, and he's done a lot of stuff. Oh, really, dude? I haven't even thought to look at him on IMDb. Yeah. So I was researching that, and then I came across this one, which I think I'd heard before, but um, going with the Simpsons. And how they sort of apologized for a Judas Priest joke. So on, on an episode of The Simpsons, Judas Priest were called the death metal band, not heavy metal, which enraged the metal community. So <laughs> in this episode on Bart's famous chalkboard at the very beginning of the episode, he wrote on the blackboard, Judas Priest is not death metal. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and that makes me think of uh, South Park when all the hippies descend on south park and they play slayer to scare them all away oh yeah and they always say hippies hate death metal slayer <laughs> is death metal yeah. <laughs> yeah. dude you that was perfect <laughs> i didn't know you could totally in person uh do that impression that was pretty good yeah i didn't either but <laughs> <laughs> it worked but yeah so i i know we always say slayers thrash metal and they're kind of special on their own but I've never considered them really death metal, maybe more of starting death metal, but yeah, I just thought of the Judas priest being called death metal made me think of the self park too. So totally. Yeah. yeah we have uh, so now we're going to jump back. Were you going to try to stump me on some questions? Oh, I, I did have, I did have a question. Remember if you go way back when, when a certain somebody placed an ad in a magazine and these two people met, Petfield Ulrich, the recycler. God damn it. <laughs> yes, the name of it was, what was the publication that the ad was in? Yes, the recycler. You <laughs> fucker. <laughs> Good one. All right, next week. There'll be another one next week. Don't worry. <laughs> well, I know metal trivia, especially Metallica trivia, but I can't tie my shoes. That's where I wear Velcro. <laughs> so it's, and every time I learn something new, something old goes away. So it's... <laughs> That's good. I know metal trivia, but I can't tie my shoes. 
Afraid so. Afraid not. <laughs> um, so let's go ahead and look at some back in the day. We got some awesome stuff that came out years ago. And again, yes. they just they stand. It's it's this stuff is timeless, right? Yep. Stands the test of time. This first one we're going to talk about. Yes. Believe it or not, this turns thirty-eight. This is their fourth studio album. Um, it was released in uh, in '83, um, and by EMI in the UK. It was on Capitol here in the states, and this was the first album that had uh, Nico on it. So Nico McBrain. Oh, dude! One one of these days when we're down in Florida, we gotta go check out his rib place. Doesn't he have like a barbecue place down there? Rock and roll ribs. It's a barbecue joint with rock and roll with attitude. I'm Nico McBrain. I'm the drummer for a, a little-known band called Iron Maiden. Oh, I'm being silly, aren't I? The idea was to celebrate my career in the industry. And so primarily, all the accolades that I've achieved over the years are in this restaurant. South Florida is very fortunate right now. You are. You know it. Let's come down here and check it out. because really stem from backyard barbecuing and people love our barbecues. They love the taste, the meatiness, the tenderness, the thickness and the sauce. And I like to come in and meet and greet with people and I like telling jokes to people. I think I've lost a few customers through my jokes. Not because they're too rude, it's just so bad. <laughs> you stumped me. I'm pretty sure. Oh no. <laughs> he's got like a, I can't remember what it's called. I'm sure maybe, the, maybe someone in the chat knows, but yeah, it's, they have like a barbecue rib place and uh, yeah, one of these days I'll go there. But anyway, first one with Nico, um, he had recently left the band Trust and um, it was crazy because this album really was critical in the commercial success of the band, um, you know, reaching number three on the, U, on the UK charts nice. and it, it, it achieved platinum in the UK and North America. It's pretty crazy, right? Yep. And Flight of Icarus has always been one of my favorite songs, but one of my top two of all time, The Trooper on here. God, that's just yeah. great song. Yeah, and it's it, this is um uh it, it actually was also it was it was the first uh of the first four Iron Maiden albums that were not named after a song featured on the album. So um it, it it says in it says in the song uh, "Still Life," which freaking well every song fucking rules on this. But in the song <laughs> "Still Life," it contains the expression uh, "peace of mind," but it's 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 spelled "peace of mind." It's spelled like "peace," yeah. <laughs> not yeah, "peace of mind." Anyway, right. um, so you said you said Nickel McBrain used to be in Trust, correct? And correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't that the band who did Antisocial and Anthrax covered? Yes. So is Nico on that recording? I, great question. I don't know. I will just do some research. <laughs> we should know. Cool. Uh, yeah. Now I guess you know what I never really thought about it, but possibly, dude. It all comes together, man. <laughs> Interthrational. That's right. Um, yeah. I also uh, I didn't realize too that the working title for this album through the the recording process was Food for Thought. And then uh, once the band had decided that Eddie was going to be like lobotomized on the front cover, um, yeah, peace of mind was where it stuck. So yeah, one of my faves. It's it's pretty awesome. Um, I know my dad. Uh, there was there was a a point there where 
I was listening to it once um, in my dad's car. It was one of those rare occasions he let me put the cassette in. And he said that he just really didn't like the messaging. <laughs> <laughs> so it was yeah. something about, I think it was still life. It was like the, the lyrics about how it feels like I'm getting weaker every day or something. I don't know. This next one um, turns 30. And yeah. Is, yeah, man, this is uh, Symbol of Salvation, the fourth, uh, fourth album by uh, Armored Saint. Um, released in 91, this is probably the one that, um, this is, I'm basically I kind of discovered them um, with this album and then went back and listened to, uh, to some of their earlier stuff. Um, it was on Metal Blade back then. This was the first release that had uh, Jeff Duncan, um, guitarist, uh, and it's the last album before they went on uh, hiatus. So, you know, they weren't they weren't doing anything from ninety one to ninety nine. <laughs> it's pretty crazy, <laughs> right? Um, the song and one thing that I didn't really realize too is that the songs in this album were written and demoed in in eighty eight and eighty nine with the original guitarist Dave Pritchard. Dave Pritchard actually died from leukemia in 1990 before they could actually record. So that's kind of a sad thing. I didn't realize yeah. that he was involved in those recording and the, the writing process. Um, and interestingly enough that this album was also produced by uh, Dave Jordan. He had, he had produced albums like Alice in Chains and Jane's Addiction, right? More commercially successful albums. And when this album um, so he was actually uh, picked to uh, produce this album, but then he also went on to then produce Sound of White Noise in 93, which John Bush was the first, was that was his first album with Anthrax. Yeah. So yeah, pretty crazy how those people kind of stick. It's all who you know, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Reign of Fire, man. That's oh, God, so I love good. that. Yep. Yeah, this is one of those. Yeah, pretty cool. This is another one of those bands I need to listen to more. I've, you know, heard pieces here and there and I enjoy it every time, you know, just because I love John Bush so much and, you know, music's great too, but. Yep. Well, it's so, it's so weird too, that all of a sudden you, like when I, when I saw that this uh, album was turning 30, I quick jumped in and I'm like, dude, let me go listen to that. And I went to YouTube and I'm like, dude, John Bush had like giant hair. He had like hair. <laughs> yep. It was so funny. Oh, that's awesome. So that kind of wraps up uh, some of the content. One thing that I did want to remind people before we jump into some of the uh, some of the follow up items is just to remind everyone that you can go to thrashreport.com and you have all of the links to um, 
to our socials. You can email us at thethrashreport at gmail.com. Um, we really do encourage you to visit thrashreport.com. And there you can also uh, support us as well. Go ahead and click on support us at the top. Again, um, uh, supporting sponsorships start at, at only 99 cents a month. We really appreciate it. It helps us bring new content every uh, every week. And lastly, merch. Um, I can't tell you how uh, thankful we are for those people that have purchased uh, Thrash Report t-shirts, coffee mugs, stickers. Absolutely, we really do appreciate it. Uh, this helps us uh, keep the podcast coming. And it's I can't tell you how it makes us feel when we're you know, cruising the, the XM, the, the liquid metal fan page, <laughs> yep. you know, somebody posts uh, a picture of, uh, of coffee. I mean, it's great, man. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. So it's yeah. uh, cool that you're buying it, cool that you're supporting and really cool that you're sharing it and showing other people that you bought it. And like Chris said, when we are scrolling through and we see that it's a double take, like, Hey, I know that logo. Hey, <laughs> they bought our shit. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. And the and the last thing we want to also mention, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, and um, make sure that you leave a review. Right? I mean, um, we really do appreciate it, and that gets us as we get voted up. I mean, it would be really great to be on that, you know, on that front page, get us more, uh, more, more listeners and stuff like that. So we really do appreciate it. Yes, we do. Thank you anthrax 40 they keep releasing more episodes they're up to number seven now just came out yesterday morning i think so you know they're going up to 40 and i've been watching them every couple days they're only like eight to 12 minutes long usually and i don't know it's just really cool to hear them talk about their progression and you know now they're up to among the living with episode seven and you know i'm obviously familiar with all their music and releases but hearing them talk about it and then going back and listening to it again, it's mm -hmm. been a while since I've listened to some of those old ones. And I was in the car most of the day today. So I was listening to spreading the disease or we can abbreviate it STD. <laughs> that kind of works <laughs> out. Well. Yeah. And even you know, hearing, uh, you know, you know, Dave Mustaine saying how he just, he loves AIR and it's like, well, you, yeah, you should be playing that live, right? Hearing that. <laughs> that's yep. that's pretty awesome yep so listening to spreading the disease and among the living today and just amazing albums you know i've heard the hits a million times but getting in the deep tracks too they're just ah, they're just they're so tight the riffs are amazing i've never really listened to it with like a musician's ear you know so i've been we're working on playing air on my guitar and got it down pretty well but just listening to that and then just throw other songs and like really listening to the riffs and how intricate they are and how fast the riffing is and jumping all over just the sound quality too among the living how it jumps from spreading the disease just sounds so much bigger and harnessed it's can't wait to hear the other 33 yeah it's going to be uh it's going to be awesome i think uh and again some of the stuff i you know i've heard from from scott's book and some of the other resources out there but you know when you hear especially in the, in the, the newest one talking about you know, getting a, a critically acclaimed yep. producer, right? And uh, it not turning out what their vision was, right? <laughs> so having that, uh, you know, debate, 
right? But in the end, I mean, it absolutely was some of the best. I mean, absolutely, uh, yeah, best best production, you know, that they that they really brought with uh, Among the Living. So it was pretty pretty cool, pretty badass. And I think uh, you know, first often as we talk about Metallica, I think we've talked about Anthrax almost as much and kind of with a little more awe. Like so, I think Anthrax should be named our official or unofficial band of the thrash report uh i'm down i'm so down dude then it's done well they they have to they have to write our theme song sounds good we'll make that happen (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome um speaking of anthrax i saw today that uh dude frankie has a book coming out yeah i did not hear that yeah i mean it, it doesn't come out until like September, October timeframe, I think. Um, yeah, because I saw it. He had posted like an excerpt from the book and then the picture of the uh, of the hardcover. And he's like, yeah, you can pre-order now um, getting a hardcover copy. So I immediately went to see if I could get a digital copy and I couldn't find it anywhere. So then I went and looked it up and it's like, yeah, it doesn't come out until this fall. But yeah, I'm excited. It'll be good. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's really, you know, I mean, I dig Frankie and, uh, and again, hearing him talk too about mixing and talking about finding that frequency in between Scott and Charlie and, and, you know, didn't want to be drowned out by the drums or getting muddied up by the guitars. And, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. So anyway, I'm excited for their, for his book too. Yeah. Hopefully one of these days we can break some news that they're releasing an album or get a date or maybe we won't break the news, but we can share it with you. Nice. We know they're working on one, so hopefully we can have it soon. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, thank you, everybody. Do you got any follow-ups, or are we ready to wrap for today? I think we're good, man. Awesome. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, those of you watching live. And again, we'll have this posted soon. Um, Have a great rest of your night, everybody. We will see you next time for our live podcast party next week. Yeah. Join us live again, Tuesday, the 25th, 8 p.m. You can join Central our time. <laughs> Central Time. Yes, thank you. Central Time. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll have a great uh, a great time talking metal with, with uh, others as well. So have a good one, and we'll talk to you next time on the Thrash Report. See you. Break that stigma. Dude. <laughs>